Skitter. Skitter. Skitter pal meow meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Hey, welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand and the Mountain Man. We have another great show lined up for you, but we are down one guy. Um, Mountain Man, how you doing? Skitter pal, meow meow, cannot complain, brother. What about yourself? Yeah, Bumblebee Tuda. I haven't given you one of those in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Our third is not here. He's um prepping for a what a four to six week trip to Puerto Rico. Something like that. Uh, I, one of them foreign lands that us rednecks know nothing about. Stop for it. It's a U.S. territory, for Christ's sake. <laughs> is it below, is it below, way, way further below the southern border? I know nothing about it. Well, yeah, it's, 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 you got to, like, hop a plane to get there because it's an island. Well, then I'm screwed. I know nothing about it. <laughs> it's just south and uh, east of the Florida Keys. Right. Cuba's closer to us than uh, Puerto Rico is, but yeah, it's down there in the Bahama area. Um, yeah, he's not with us. Now, we did actually have a guest planned for today. And I'm not going to give that guest away because I want it to be a surprise for next week. Nope, two weeks because we've got a different guy on next week. Um, but this guy is going to be coming on in two weeks. He got uh, got hit with some mandatory overtime, which I worked in the nursing field for a long time. I understand what that's all about. And um, he's unfortunately got to do that for the next three days uh, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. So there's just no way the logistics work for us to go ahead and do the show. So I said, no problem, man. We'll reschedule. Um, told him we'd have to do it in two weeks instead of you know next week because we have another guest coming on. He said, sweet. So we're we're still we're still good to go for uh, not next week but the week after, uh, which is which is pretty exciting. Um, next week we have a guy that. Uh, I love his show, I, and I have to be honest, I just recently started listening to it. Um, but that podcast is called The Hustle, um, and it's hosted by a guy named John Lamoureux. And uh, I met him down there at the Rock and Pot Expo. This guy is the one that did the songwriters panel that uh, Gunnar Nelson was on. And, uh, man, I'm so bad with names. The guy from um, Fleetwood Mac and the guy from Tora Tora, and there was some other dude there. By the time they were on, I was starting to get pretty, um, well, you know, drunk. So, uh, <laughs> so no, not you. You never no, get drunk. Not bushy, but uh, yeah. So I, um, I talked to him outside, and uh, you know, I messaged him. Uh, the, you know, when uh, Sin broke this news to us that he was going to be leaving, and there was no no internet access where he was going, which is crazy because I know that uh, I know Puerto Rico has internet. I mean, come on, everywhere has internet. 
But apparently where he's going, they don't have internet there. So mm. we're going to be without our middleman for the next several weeks. I am working hard on trying to gather guests. Um, that's that's funny guys. you that's funny you say middleman. Of course he's the one in the middle doing the circle jerk. Yeah, right, right, right. That's exactly. Cause, that's because we both whoop his ass if he wasn't doing the jerking. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, see, my, the only th- the only thing I would uh, you know he's going to go come and listen to this episode before he leaves and cuss both of us. You know this, right? Oh, I'm not scared. I'm like I'm like twice his size. <laughs> well, shit, I'm bigger than you, so hell's bells. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I'm not worried about it. Nah, Sid, we love you. We're going to miss you. We're going to try to carry on. Like today, we got to do this two-man thing, and uh, me and Sid have done that before. So um, that's always loads of fun. But as we keep doing this every week and getting better, what is this, episode 20 now? I think we're on number 20. Yes, I believe so. Good God, the 20 episodes. Well, not my 20th, because where I had that little hiatus of work and everything, but yeah. Pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Episode twenty. Um, it's this is going to be another rambling episode, but the two of us we have lots of stuff to talk about. But before we get there, Mountain Man, how was your week? Oh, week's been pretty well. DJ, our little mountain baby over here. DJ, hell, I don't know why I try to even avoid saying his name. Mountain Lady over here's been doing real well. Uh, still enjoying her new job for the state. Luckily, uh, dealing now, with him. Now, for those who don't know, Mountain Lady, Miss Jess over there, her new job for the state is she's an inmate at the local psychiatric center. They do, however, let her out at night to come take care of the baby. Oh. <laughs> she is cutting eyes at you right now, giving you the most southern go-to-hell look I've ever seen in my life. I am Idiot. sure. No, she's a teacher with a head start. Is that correct? Correct. Outstanding. Outstanding. I I didn't send Lady to to Head Start preschool or anything like that, because at the time, of course, I didn't realize her mother and I, her biological mother and I, were not going to stay together. But I was already told no more babies because that was her third. And I said, oh, okay, well she's not going to preschool then. I want to keep her home. <laughs> and damn it, I stuck with it, and she went into school at the right time. I never did preschool either. I think it's a great thing for young kids. Especially, man, the way society is these days, aren't these kids growing up pussy? I mean, they're growing up sissy. They have this social anxiety. They can't handle anything. So, yeah, if you can get them in at three and four years old and start socializing them, I think that's a... And when I say socializing, I don't mean this bullshit socialism. (laughs) Right. Getting them able to interact with other people and handle somebody took my glue stick, (laughs) you know, and not... Just throw a complete temper tantrum over it, so that's awesome. No, but seriously, how, how's the rest of your week been, brother? It's been really good. Uh, like I said, uh, Mountain Lady's enjoying her job. Uh, little man over here, I believe, since he just turned nine months yesterday, wow. little mountain baby over here, uh, had his uh, first, I guess you could say, separation uh, tantrum. Uh, mountain Lady took him daycare yesterday, or today, actually. Sorry, my mistake. 
first time ever that we dropped him off, he started pitching a fit. I got a text message that woke me up saying, DJ cried when I dropped him off with a teared up smiley face. I, yeah. I was like, wow, that's the first time actually out of nine months. Holy crap. <laughs> right. But yeah, everything been going good. Trying to prepare for this little bitty, I guess as you could say, uh, as bad as I hate to say, not little bitty, but prepare for this crazy Irma hurricane because some of it's going to be hitting us up here in the mountains with the rainfall and wind. So other than that, just, just run to death and preparing for this episode. And also where you had mentioned that you're not going to mention our next week's uh, guest on the episode for the, for the topic that you all picked. And I hope he listens to this episode. And I say this is the nicest and most, friendliest way I can be, but fuck you both very much. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I didn't pick it. Uh, as I'm getting a hold of these people, I am telling them that they get to choose the topic, and we will adjust our schedules to um, have them on. Right. And, and uh, that's what he hit me back with. It is hilarious, because I kind of did the same thing to them, only where... He did it. He he did it to you for free. I did it to Doctor Fuck Ralph Vieira, and it cost me a hundred bucks. But I'm telling you what, because that was their thing, you know, spend a hundred dollars to donate to the Rock and Pod Expo, and not only do you get to pick the album, you get to pick the genre, any genre you want, and you get to guest on the episode. And I'm telling you right now, it took uh, Ralph forever to finally do the bushy episodes he did not want to do it he didn't even want to listen to that album <laughs> after he listened to the album he hated it even more and and i will say that's the funny part is that album is way better than the one that you had to listen to <laughs> that's what sucks i won't lie i've never been a fan of that band but jesus christ y'all have never even even granny c over here tried to have an open mind she tried to listen to 20 songs, just randomly picking them, and she had to quit. She said, I can't make it through the first five, five, ten oh, seconds of the song. She's like, I I'll, can't do it. I'll, I'll tell you what. You tell her <laughs> to listen to Just Like Heaven, and that'll change her mind. Um, but she said, listen to Just Like Heaven, it'll change your mind. That's a more, now it's a more popular sounding cure, because, uh, like, the album I had to review with uh, uh, Ralph and Ian um, on the uh, Rock and Metal Combat podcast was, uh, it's, it's still in their very dark, you know, their, their dark early days, you know, but um, that Just Like Heaven comes later on in their career, they've he still does the sad, depressing music because that's just what his voice is tailored to. But uh, that's a more poppy, radio-friendly song. She might enjoy that. I would say go listen to Friday, I'm in Love, but if she liked that one, I'd have to hang myself because that's like the worst song they've ever done because that's just way too poppy, way too poppy. E either way, y'all turned me teetotally against them just for making me having to over and over and over 
and over and over, try to get into something that you just quite frankly can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and you understand why this is not a record review podcast now, don't you? <laughs> oh, you, just as soon as you said our special guest canceled, I was like, well, crap, I was looking forward to him, but then I went, oh my god, I don't gotta do it, thank god. Oh no, you still have to do it, sir, it's just gonna be two weeks from now. Which At is least great. not tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it gives you plenty of time to revisit the album. <laughs> anyway, Bushy, how was your week? My week was not bad. Um, had a short week at work. We only worked three full days um, because of a shutdown for Labor Day. Now, normally, now this is the cool thing. Normally, when we do a holiday shutdown, us 12-hour guys get screwed um, because we'll only end up working two and a half days. Our normal work week is three and a half days, and we end up getting paid for 40 and a half hours because you got to take the hour and a half out for lunch. So we end up having to use PTO time to bring us up to 40 hours every uh, every holiday shutdown. We did not have to do this this time. This time when they shut down for the holiday, they wanted to go through all the machines and clean them out real well because we're getting new, we're getting new pieces of our machines. Like, See, this is where I can't go into too much because then I'm violating my confidentiality statement. But we're right. getting new pieces to our machines. They're about four feet longer. So they're, they're trying to clean everything out. Um, they're trying to logistically figure out how they're going to fit in the plant because we only have so much room. But instead of... Uh, oh, no, no, no. That's the point I was trying to make. So what they did is they had that front half of the week work 12-hour days. You know, so we were shut down Monday for Labor Day, but they still work Sunday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And we got Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Now, what does that mean? That means we got our 36 hours plus eight hours of holiday pay that actually puts us over 40 hours for the week. And that's something that never happens, which sucks because um, the people that work eight-hour shifts, right? they always get their full paycheck because you'll be shut down on the holiday. They come back the next day, work their four days. You dirty sons of bitches. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, that that apparently has to suck. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, I I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I so wanted to bail Saturday. I'm so used to leaving at three thirty on Saturdays, because that's when I hit forty hours. And as the foreman, I could leave then if I want. Well, my assistant foreman now every other weekend has to leave at five o'clock. So every other weekend, I've got to stay till at least five thirty when the next shift foreman comes in. I was like, ah. <laughs> But, you know, the upside is because I work, all, all my guys work 12-hour days, but I work 12 and a half. I, I clock in um, when I work the 12-hour days. I clock in at 5.25 in the morning because I have to be there by 5.30. So um, the nice thing is I'm getting the true 36 hours plus eight, so I'm getting a true 44-hour paycheck. Now, it is all straight time, but you know what? Whatever. I am getting hooked the hell up, and that's what I like there you didn't go. Have to, didn't have to dig into my PTO time that I've got to rebuild from that uh, Virginia and uh, 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 Nashville trip. But barring that, man, not a whole lot. Pretty chill weekend. My Dallas Cowboys kicked some ass. That was nice to see. Shut them Giants fans up for a minute because I, well, I hated hearing that shit last year. As good as my Cowboys were, yeah, but who beat them twice? Shut the fuck up. Boo, boo, yeah. boo, boo, <laughs> boo, boo, boo. Yeah, but that's finally I, now, over now, with. Now, I have to say, 
I have watched a lot of football games in the past few years, and yeah, there's been some marvelous, marvelous, marvelous plays done. But never in my life have I ever seen anybody juggle a football and catch it behind his head like I saw last night. One good catch of the year. I give Cowboy credit on that. Yeah, well, Cole Beasley, that that may end up being the catch of the year. We will see. But yeah, that was... That was an amazing, amazing moment. I had to watch the game again today because last night I was doing my anniversary show that um, you, Mr. Mountain Man, were so kind to um, not show up for. But, uh, <laughs> so, you know, I start at 9 o'clock. The game started at 8.30, you know-ish. <clears throat> so all I could do was turn back and look, come back to the, uh, to the mic after the music was done. I was able to witness that live, though last night as it happened because it happened to be in one of the music breaks you know when music was playing so that was cool and yes by the way i did just celebrate my first year with that metalstation.com i know i know that uh i try try not to talk a lot about it because i want to keep that separate from this but the fact is i am a radio dj you know and uh hitting a one year mark was great and the part you missed out that was so much fun mountain man is that uh i went back because i had my first show recorded and I did record last night's show. I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to go ahead and air that or not. But um, I went back and got some great clips from my first show. Because I was horrible. I was absolutely horrible. I hit the mic and I was talking all, hey, 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 hey. All high pitched. It was weird sounding. And I couldn't even remember the name of my show. It's the Big Bushy Power Hour. <laughs> It just sounded. Oh, I was so green. I was so young to the, uh, you know, to the thing. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, but you got to do the high pitched voice one more time because <laughs> <laughs> the comic ah. gold I done last week, you just trumped it this week by that statement. <laughs> oh, I got you. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it was, it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. And like, dude, this is the worst part. I'm playing this clip, you know, and I had to go through, I, I did like a long show that night, uh, four or five hours, my debut show, I went long. But the first thing I did was like insult the owner. <laughs> like Scott Green, I was like, like, Scott Green, you ignorant fuck. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I actually remember that. <laughs> oh my God, it was... It was great, and I, I had a drinking game going, which is why I was so drunk last night, because uh, I noticed that in all those clips I had, I played four different uh, mic breaks uh, from that show, and I said, I'm having a good time, I'm having so much fun, you know, things of that nature, so many times, that that was like the word of the night, you know, like, like Pee Wee Herman scream real loud, no, with me it was take a drink, yeah. so I, was, I was following the rules, and I was hammered by the end of the night. But it was a good show. Played a lot of good tunes. Had a decent turnout for opening night of football. You know, I didn't expect a huge one. So, you know, it was a good time. And like I said, I may release it. I, I do have one of those, um, the fuck is that site called? I told it to you before we went live here. And uh, now I can't remember. Mixcloud. Mixcloud, yeah. Yeah, so I, I may unleash that. I don't know. But hey, I tell you what, man. Let's play some music, man. I know you want to play some music. I want to play some music just to keep the conversation going along. What do you want to hear right now? Oh, Lord. Well, let's see here. What do I got in my little bag of tricks? 
I'll start with a band that you actually introduced me to on your nice. radio show a year ago. Uh, this band, two absolute gorgeous, but at the same time, scary-ass chicks that'll beat your ass. Yes. Um, I think it's from their first album. Uh, I cannot remember the name of it off the top of my head. but Goliath. Uh, Goliath, thank you very much. But you introduced me starting out with them with the song Monster's Ball. But I'm going to have to run with these two lovely ladies, Butcher Babies, Magnolia Boulevard. Shit, we're dead at the car, I'm caught up in a house of 
every time I hear that, I'm just reminded by how brutal these two chicks are. Good Lord. It's, got... it's a definitely out there song. I'm telling you, Heidi and uh, Carly both, two very, very, very fantastic singers, normal, but by God, when they open up their lungs to scream, they'll put the fear of God in you pretty damn quick. I'm telling you, that's actually why I prefer Take It Like a Man, uh, their, their second major label studio album, because they released a lot of stuff before then. But, um, yeah, when they... Uh, when I found out they could actually sing, because I wasn't sure. There's nothing really on Goliath that shows you that they have the ability to sing. Right. But that second album, there is a song on there. I can't remember the title. Um, Thrown oh. Away. Yeah, okay. Yes, absolutely. You're welcome. Oh, you're all over. I, I created a monster over here. Have you heard the new album uh, or their new song, Lilith? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm digging that, too. I think these ladies have a future. I think that band has a future. We'll see. You know, the problem is that the scene of metal changes all the time. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Well, I, I've I've watched a few bands. You know, Butcher Babies is not exactly like a band that is big, big, like mainstream. But that's right. what they like. That's one of the things I do respect about the band. But if you can go on YouTube and see them live at uh, Knotfest this past year, good God, what an absolute awesome concert to check out. Nice, nice. I would definitely have to look that up. Yeah, I want to play a song, too. I'm going to go the complete other way. Although it is a band that suffered from the musical climate being engineered and redirected in the 90s. Um, I'm a huge fan of this uh, this band. This song, now this is great because a mountain man hasn't heard it and he's not going to be able to hear it until he goes back and listens to this episode. So he's not going to have a response like I'm able to have to the Butcher Babies. <laughs> well, either way, I know my camera ain't working, but I'm flipping you off right now. Nice, nice. I accept that, sir. But uh, this is a band that got, uh, well, let's say steamrolled during the 90s because they had the 80s hair image. And, you know, all the girls loved them, and they were doing the power pop type metal, you know, the hair metal, the stuff that I love. And then, of course, grunge killed that whole scene. Um, I actually got to, like I said uh, on the Bushy uh, uh, Talks Expo or Back From Vacation episode, I got to meet Gunnar Nelson. He did actually send me a song. I got back to him. As I said on my show last night, it normally takes him two or three days to respond to me. But all I said was, this is a killer, killer song. Can I play it on my show? And he said, enjoy it, Nate. Feel free to play it. Otherwise, I would not have aired that song. I'd have sat on it. Like I sat on it for a couple weeks. So here you go, for your listening pleasure. Nelson, that no one else has and no one else ever will because it's unfinished, so to speak. It's lacking the keyboards. Nelson Steamroller.
Oh, and you know what I'm loving? If you don't know how bluesy that was and how slick that guitar work is. And, <sighs> so much fun. <laughs> I, I'm still flipping you off right now. I ain't quit since a moment ago. <laughs> <laughs> outstanding, outstanding. Well, all right. I, I, I think it's that time. Is it that time? I, th- I think it is that time. I think it's that time, too. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for everybody's favorite learning segment. That's right. It's the Plugs Words of the Week. That's right. It is time for the Plugs Words of the Week. And this week, we've only got two, which sucks. I frankly can't wait to hear what our guests are going to have as far as Words of the Week go. But uh, Mountain Man, word of the week. <clears throat> My word of the week, I'm going to go ahead. But It's pretty simple, easy to figure out, but the actual regular meaning of it, B-A-Y-O-U, Bayou. Bayou, yes, those things they have down in Louisiana with a bunch of water. Correct. Pretty simple, easy, because of the way it sounds, just like in a sentence that a redneck would uh, take it. And I actually, I think, stated this to Mountain Lady, picking on her a long time ago. Hey, darling, let me buy you a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my word. (laughs) I need to come up with another intro, you know, for the redneck word of the week. Right, right. (laughs) Oh, Bayou, yeah. That's that's scary. <laughs> you, you, you know how many brain cells ever... Uh, just over the past few episodes that we started this, how many brain cells I have fried. People going, oh my God, he ain't right. <laughs> oh, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I, I bet you money snowflakes are bitching everywhere when they hear me. <laughs> oh, I'm not even a snowflake, and I'm like, why are you fucking up my language <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. My, my, my word of the week um on a, on a way more serious tone is recovery and i'm not talking about you know a drug addict and trying to get themselves clean i'm talking about what's going on in texas right now and what will be going on for the next several weeks and or months in florida recovery we know these two places were just ravaged by hurricanes right. and uh, that's what is going to be going on uh recovery is funds that means money uh mountain man um, I, I was born at night but not last night i, I, I i'm a little <laughs> smarter than what you get well, yeah, uh, they're going to be going through uh, through a major recovery system. You know, the infrastructure, you know, damaged. Some of it completely wiped out. Um, you know, food, water, you know, just basic necessities are going to be very hard to get a, get a hold of. So, um, yeah, we need to think about that and make sure that we go ahead and um, make sure we go ahead and, and if you can, contribute to, uh, to some of these things. Um it, it, it's been devastating it up uh, you know harvey was bad because texas doesn't get hit with uh, hurricanes that way but the way it just kind of hovered it dropped all that rain it's going to just be forever before these guys are able to you know get that water gone but man florida <clears throat> irma irma 
know what? I'm sorry to any of our female listeners, all none of you, but I'm about to use a word that you don't like. Irma is a cunt. This chick went through and she just demolished whole islands. I mean, what was it? Bur- Burbatus? Barbudus? It's not uh, Barbados. Uh, Bar- Barbudus, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, something like that. Leveled it, man. 90% of the island just wiped out, you know. Only killed 23 people that I'm aware of so far, although a couple have died in Georgia, I just heard, just from the tropical storm that you guys are about to get. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Irma's just a bitch. Now, I have heard from Ralph Vieira, Dr. Fuck is okay. I have heard from Kevin Warhaft, the man, the myth, the legend. He's okay. Ruba De La Rosa, I haven't heard from, but he did check in on that uh, Hurricane Irma check-in site that he is okay. Um... John Schaefer's okay. Brian Wilson's okay. These are all people I know both personally and through or and or through Facebook that I was just terrified for. I'm not gonna lie. I was so glad when it kind of shifted to not put the eye right over Miami. Right. That's where most of my friends are, is Miami. But I have family in Gainesville. You know, Gainesville, Florida, which is you know, home of the Gators and all. You know, so I'm still waiting to get word back on them. Um but yeah, it's it's just horrifying. And now, just even as a tropical storm, it's supposed to hit Memphis with uh, 30 mile an hour winds. But right yeah. now, it's still throwing out 90 mile an hour winds down there in Georgia. So, it's 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 a scary thing. I'm glad everybody's okay. But recovery, uh, recovery, recovery. That's what we need to be thinking about. And we already saw it. Did Did you see that clip, uh, uh, Mountain Man, of all those people of different races and backgrounds and ethnicities and oranges? Uh, origins and religions helping each other out. Did you see yes. that? Yes, yes, I did. Wasn't that amazing? Uh, that, 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 like I said, I'm a simple redneck. I don't understand why people don't do that now. But yes, it is absolutely fantastic to see everybody helping each other and no one else bitching and griping about it. I think what it is is that the leftist media could not find a way to spit it another way. Because that's what they try to do. I, I swear to God that CNN and MSNBC and CBS and ABC, you know, they're they're trying to keep us divided. Is you this know? world just so boring now? They have nothing to do but to try to cause racist or racial profiling and fighting? What the hell? I, I think they're trying to keep racial tensions up, especially now because they're pissed off that Trump won. It, at this point, it's like, come on, guys. I mean, your Russia thing is nothing. So now it's back to the old racism thing because nobody liked Obama because he was black. When Obama got elected, no, he wasn't my guy. But you know what I said to my buddy? I said, you know what? This is the president that is going to finally heal this country from all this racial divide we've had all this time. And he went the complete other way. He yep. nurtured that racism and that, that, that racist ideology. And uh, it, it, it didn't help. It hurt. And and that's all that the left has anymore. They, they try to label anybody who doesn't agree with them. They're a racist. It's it's laughable if people were getting shot or beaten up or, you know, their things stolen for, you know, for that very reason. It would be laughable. I would laugh at those things. But people believe this schlock. 
you know, the CNN, they think that's the most trusted mm. news network in the world. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's the most, they, they don't report news. If you reported news, I would be okay with you. But no, they report spin. They may tell you something, but they're going to give you their angle on it instead of exactly what happened. And right. that's what bothers me about these things. You know, and uh, I was so happy to see everybody helping each other because that's what real Americans are. And that's what most of us are doing every damn day anyway. Right. You know? Ah. Well, what, what confuses me, I mean, don't get me wrong, to, to a point, like you said, it's it's the media, it's everybody trying to push for all this crazy-ass crap. But at the same time, do, how many of them really protest and doing whatever really can go back to their hometown or wherever they live and actually look at somebody, because like up here in little old Avery County, we have some different color people living up here, all over the place, in different areas. Never once do you see anybody going to the black people trying to mess with them, the Chinese, whatever. How many of them do you think really, except for to get on television or to just make themselves look decent to try to brag about it, actually lie and don't actually fully believe in half the shit that they do right now, but just to be on the media and shit? Yeah, you know, I, I've, I've wondered about that, but that's like, a, you know, a lot of these uh, protesters as such. I've heard so many uh, stories, and I'm not sure if it's conspiracy theory or if it's actually happening. Right. That these are paid people, you know, paid actors that go out there to, to cause all this shit. So, you know, I don't know. I think that American people as a whole are inherently good. They're inherently hardworking people. You know, and uh, we don't hate, as a, as, a, as a general rule, we don't hate people because of their fucking color. I have a whole lot more reasons to hate a son of a bitch than for their color of their skin. How you treat me is how I am going to treat you. Yes. That's as easy as it goes. If you're a good person to me, I'm going to be a good person to you. Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, if that was to, if that wasn't totally the case, you couldn't look at me and you and say we're as good and best friends as we are today. If that was the case, you'll have to elaborate on that. Well, let's see here: age difference for one, sure. um, two, t total different mindsets of uh, basically like you're more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You're more internally in depth with like. All the uh, all the normal normal maladies of everything, the way stuff should be, and I'm just a simple ass down home redneck. You sit there and even told me in the past, Dub, are you sure you ain't freaking your family? Yes, that basically that. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> you have to in the past. Yes, you have. Oh yeah, that sounds like me. That yeah. Sounds like me. <laughs> Oh, boy. On that note, what do you say we get into a little more music, man? That sounds fantastic. What what, what you got in mind for the next one? Oh, oh you want me to go this time? Well, you're sure. going to flip it around on me, okay? I, yeah, I got my flip little it around list. a little bit. Sure, sure. I have my little list here, but I'll, I'll make my notes to make shit work. You know what? I'm going to get really weird on you. I'm going to get really right. weird on you. All right. 
because I like all kinds of music. And now the hair rock, you expected, even though that's more bluesy rock. But this one, maybe people wouldn't expect from me, although it is a huge hit. Okay. Wish I would have had uh, If You Think I'm Sexy, but I don't. But I do have one of the greatest Rod Stewart songs of all time, Maggie okay. May.
What a great song. Great ballad. That guy, dude, I, I remember getting into an argument with a chick back in the day because um, we had listened to Kiss, Hard Luck Woman, and yeah. she was trying to say it was a Rod Stewart song. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, that's Peter Chris. That's the drummer for Kiss. That's what he sounds like. No, no, Rod Stewart really did that song. No. It's a compliment in an offhand, you know, backhand kind of way. Right. But Maggie Mae, what a great ballad. What a great song. That was a lot of fun. That was for a sure. lot of fun. For sure. So, you want to play us off? Sure, I'll throw one out here. Since you went that left field, I'm going to a field that I normally don't go to. I'm more straight, heavy metal, hardcore type of person. But I'm going to roll with this one with a certain feller that you know very well. I know by listening to his shows and also catching him on YouTube for his few bands that he's having, also on another podcast. I don't know him as well as you do, but yeah, know him kind of well. But uh, whenever I first started getting into this band, and I actually just found out it is also your daughter's favorite song, I'm going to have to go with our good friend and DJ, uh, Dr. Fuck, with Thrasher Die, Fatal Fury.
what? I heard that song several years ago. That album came out, uh, Poser Holocaust, came out in 2011. I discovered it long after that, but now I have several copies of it. But, good God, that's the song that turned me into a Thrash or Die fan. Uh, Ralph Fiera, Dr. Fuck, loves Lady because I had posted a video of her just thrashing out to that song. So, she's been his little... She's been, yeah, she's been his little hero for years now. Um, if you like that, I'm telling you, check out the second album, Melting Your Skull, because as good as Poser Holocaust is, Melting Your Skull is even better. Right. Even better. Oh, that was lots of fun. Lots of fun. <laughs> we're going way left and right with music we're picking so far off the top of oh, our heads. Sure. Wow. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> From yeah. Rob Stewart to Thrash or Die. Lord have yeah. mercy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait till the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what do you think of these looters down there in Fort Lauderdale? Didn't even wait for the hurricane to be over. He's like, oh, okay, we're in the middle of a hurricane. We're going to go rob a shoe store. Did you see that shit? Yes. How freaking. I, I, why? It, it, yeah. Uh, just what can you think about it? I mean, how freaking sorry, dumb, and stupid do you have to be to rob a place that you're probably not going to get away from, nor be able to wear the merchandise that you're stealing? Because it's all going to be drowned before you even get any of it done. I, I don't know. I'm I'm actually got my head turned, and I'm watching the uh, the coverage right now. Most of these people, you could plainly see their faces. There's a couple that were smart enough to wear hoods, but really, in a hurricane, when you should be thinking, if you're going to steal anything, I would not have a problem if it was food, right, water. Or, you know, batteries. Hell, I might even turn my head over beer over the old, you know, even though that's not a necessity. Sneakers. Motherfucker, I couldn't afford them new Jordans. But hey, we got a storm going. Let's go, boys. Yeah, it, it, make, it makes no freaking <laughs> sense. How, how stupid do you really have to be? Oh, stupid, entitled, lazy, worthless scumbags. Good God. <laughs> I haven't had a pair of Jordans since the fucking 90s. And when I say the 90s, I mean the early 90s while I was still living at home and my dad bought them for me. Since then, I I just bought a pair of Nikes. Let's see, the pair of Nikes I have, not last year. Maybe I bought them the year before. I don't know. I've had it for two years, though. Since, ever since I played football, I wouldn't know what a pair of sh- tennis shoes even felt like. I have never in my life wore a pair of Jordans, much less ever wanted a pair. Oh, well, see, you have to understand, I grew up in the 80s, so I saw the great Michael Jordan play basketball. And uh, I followed him through UNC, which is my favorite uh, my favorite college basketball team. Not college football, favorite college basketball team. Uh-huh. And, uh, then he went to the Bulls, and that's why I'm still a Bulls fan to this day. I played a lot of basketball as a kid, and I'm sorry. When you're so good, you have a song written about you, you want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And this was a great guy that uh, 
you know, he was a superb role model. Mm-hmm. The guy that got cut from his high school basketball team. Right. Michael Jordan, let that sink in for a second. The greatest of all time got cut from his high school basketball team his sophomore year. Yeah. And he came back. He just made him go and work harder and harder. So, yeah, I was a huge Michael Jordan fan, huge Bulls fan. I, I, I vividly remember all six championships that the Bulls won. You know, throughout the late 80s, early 90s. I think it was the 90s that they started winning the championships. You know, so yeah, I, I wanted Jordans. And for a while, my dad was stationed in Korea for a year. There's a Nike factory in Korea. Did so not he, know that. Yeah, he could go and get Nikes. that were like factory rejects. But there, there was like a stitch wrong. But it just wasn't good enough for the Nike pass you know the nike inspectors wouldn't send it through so they'd sell them dirt cheap 20 bucks you do know if you still had that pair you'd be a rich person right now not really you could probably still get factory rejects from the nike company true but it being this far down the road pristine condition a lot of that stuff that's rejects is actually becoming quite a bit of money now that's a true story. Here's the problem, though. They weren't pristine because I was playing basketball. I played a lot of basketball as a kid. I was trying to be like Mike. You know, ah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a do it, man. I, w- I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to do it right now. Take me back to my childhood. Sometimes I dream that he is me. That's right. Like Mike. If I could be like Mike right now. Sometimes I dream that he is me. Got to see that's how I dream to be. just did that <laughs> i know this God. is a rambling episode but damn that was random as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yes be like mike that was like such a big song and it was just a man if i remember correctly wasn't it just a gatorade commercial or something <laughs> i think so yes <laughs> oh but that song was getting played everywhere god i miss that you know what would be fun one day, since we're just, you know, rambling without a guest? Your favorite commercials ever. Wouldn't that be fun just to play? Because there's like, there's a Folgers commercial that I look forward to every year at Christmas that came out in the 80s. And when I do get to see it on TV, because I just saw it this past Christmas time, I lose my shit because I am so happy that <laughs> that goddamn commercial 
still get some airplay. It's awesome. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Well, since you mentioned commercials, uh, I get nagged absolutely to damn death with this commercial. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead since you since we're doing random shit. Hell, why not? I've got Granny Clyde up here now, and every single time this damn Mountain Dew commercial comes on, my mother nags the shit out of everybody in the house. Would you like to mention your favorite commercial out right now, Mommy Dearest? Puppy Monkey Baby. Oh, my God. Oh, yes, I love that thing. Puppy Monkey Baby. Puppy Monkey Baby. (laughs) Puppy Monkey Baby. Puppy Monkey Baby. (laughs) Oh, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Right now. Man, I might just chill tonight. Puppy monkey baby. 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 <laughs> yes, you just puppy heard monkey Puppy baby. Monkey Baby. <laughs> I love that retarded looking thing. It's like a pug head with like a monkey body. It did like a baby in a diaper. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. Thing. That's a it's beautiful thing. Stupid, stupidest damn commercial I've ever heard. Yes, it's for the new Kickstarter. I love it. Puppy Monkey Baby. Oh, oh God. That's that's hilarious. Look at that. We don't even have to play any more music right now because now we just heard "Be Like Mike" and "Punky uh, Puppy Monkey Baby." My my night's complete. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a lot of fun. But think, see, I grew up in the '80s. So do you know how many cool McDonald's commercials I grew up with? What's that? A lot. I, yeah, I had the the the, the McNugget Kids. I had the Hamburglar. I had Grimace. I had Mayor McCheese. I had Birdie and Ronald McDonald. I saw all those characters. We had McDonald's comic books back in the 80s with all these characters in it. It was it was a great, great time to be alive. God, I miss the 80s when everything was like, eh, gluttony, whatever, this is fun. Feed it to the kids, it'll be okay. Joe Camel on a carton of cigarettes, who cares? They won't smoke. It was a beautiful time. <laughs> right, now, now I know why my generation, they went to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and all that crazy shit to Neen get away from. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Nurtles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's because that's cause the world was starting to go to a more sissy fucking environment. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> Ta-da! <Hey>. Hey. <laughs> I, I didn't grow up with any goddamn Power Rangers. <laughs> I had Voltron, damn it. <laughs> no, you had uh, what, what, He-Man. We had He-Man, too. Yeah. God. And the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was called special effects, people. <laughs> uh, real special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not allowed to say back. that in this PC world, okay? We can't talk about festival. Yeah, Kingdom Man Manual. <laughs> Did you see my big ball? Um, he ain't my crayons. <laughs> oh, there we go. We just lost all of our listeners. <laughs>
Oh, well, what could you do? <laughs> Lord have oh, mercy. Lord. Yeah, I know, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm almost, almost, almost feeling bad. Almost. I swear to yeah, man. I'm going to go back this episode and hear Puppy Monkey Baby, and I'm going to drop kick his damn laptop. <laughs> oh, and, and you will hear it. <laughs> that that shit's happening. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff. So, what did we say? Um, did we wait a minute. More guests wait, wait, wait. Mountain Lady just called me a dumbass. For the first time live on the show. That's awesome. About time. It took you 20 episodes to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, Bushy, I have a quick question. I know it's a topic we both wanted to kind of get on and elaborate. But what about our last episode that was four hours long? Oh, God. Look. I want to apologize to everybody for that episode because the downloads show it's just too long. Now, before we get into this, I also want to say it's a damned good episode. Yes. It's it just is. too fucking long. Um, yeah. we, we were going to do our top, what was it, five favorite epic songs all time. And uh, when I got your guys' list, I was like, oh, sweet, because my epics were all epic songs, big, grandiose songs, you know, long songs. What was my shortest, like six minutes? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, you know, so I was was like, okay, cool, it's going to work out, because we're not going to talk a very long time, but the music will fill the gap. Well, Brother Sin decided, well, it would be fun to go get Lee Gersman. He wasn't thinking, because Lee's a great guest. Yes. Lee also knows how to talk, so he could definitely carry a conversation. The funny and thing, Lee, the all, more Lee drinks, the more intellectual he gets. <laughs> right, right, yeah, and, and the more long-winded. Yes, <laughs> but but Lee thinks like I think when you're when you're talking about an epic song, you're talking in the neighborhood of eight to fifteen minutes long for a song. So right. as soon as Sid told me, what did he tell us? A day or two before we were recording that he was going to be there? I was like, fuck. And I, now, now, we sat there, we did the show, and really, people, if you listen to it in two or three segments if you have to, because it really is a good show. Lee's, Lee especially, his taste of music is so fucking out there. Yes. That the stuff I was hearing, I was like, wow. Um, just, as a, just as a heads up to everybody, if you just heard my wife scream and my son start uh, crying really loud, I tried to mute it to save it. The wind's picking up here with the rain. The door just blew open on our house. Scared nice. the shit out of my wife and my young and both. <laughs> All right. Well, if it, if it gets too hairy, let me know, and we will definitely cut this short because safety first. No, no, no. They're saying all we're supposed to get right now is what one to four inches of rain, and they brought maybe the wind. 40, 40 miles. Yeah, maybe, maybe forty miles. We get more than that in the winter time. Yeah, they oh, were they they took off all that stuff that was before, so we're we're good, good to go. All right, good, good, good. <laughs> but anyway, Lee thinks like I do. You know, eight to fifteen minute songs, and he talks a lot. 
Not, not a little a lot, a lot a lot. A lot a lot. You know, and, and I love listening to them when it's confined to a certain topic. When you let Lee go on a fucking epic rant and then let him play a 15-minute song, your show is going to be extended. And we didn't know. What did we find out two days before recording that yes. Shin had gone out there and uh, and, 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 and got a special guest? <laughs> I, I, I don't mind special guests. I like to know a little uh, ahead of time. <laughs> Right. Because, <laughs> excuse me. I was what thinking I want to do is tailor. I, I, I don't mean to interrupt you while you're interrupting me. But, uh, <laughs> but I want to tailor the topic to the guests we're having. Right. And uh, when you're doing epic music, man, you don't. We, two people need to do an epic episode, not three. So we had four. So it was basically an. If you look at it the right way, it's an hour of music alone without right. any talking, you know, just from epic songs. But, no, go ahead and say what you were going to say. I was going to say, just as soon as Sin informed us, I mean, I was thinking the exact same thing as you. I was like, oh, my God, did Sin just realize what the hell he done? Right, Lee right. Kurtzman on an epic track? Oh, my God, we'll never get him to shut up. <laughs> yeah, it, it was going to be a long episode. It, and unfortunately, because I have the rough cut right, of, of just us talking, okay? And the rough cut, unedited version without any music, that's almost three hours long. I had to cut so much out of this episode just to fit all the music in because we got that fourth guy. And I'll tell you what, and the Mountain Man could attest to it because I was trying to get a hold of Sid's ass hard. Joe, I'm going to tell you right now, I was trying to get a hold of you. I was so pissed off. I was so <laughs> drunk. I'm sitting here trying to edit this fucking episode together. Now, we do a one-and-a-half-hour, two-hour show, okay? That typically takes me three hours out of my day to edit it all together and get it uploaded so that you, the listener, can hear it. That's after we've already recorded for an hour-and-a-half, two hours. This was not fun to edit. What came out of it is a great, great show. Right. It's too goddamn long. <laughs> well, now that we have our YouTube page, that might be something we might rough edit and actually put up one day so they can hear everything for shits you know and giggles one of these days. That is that is a good idea. Good God, that's going to be a long process because i have to re-fucking put all that music in you no the rough cut without the music and put the tracks down in the comments and let them check them out themselves yeah it, fuck that <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard it'll be to find all that shit <laughs> i'll search it for you and send and, it to you and make it simple not gonna, <laughs> here here's what i've learned about youtube they're not going to click on your link but if they're forced to listen to it they'll listen to it right Right. But no, it, that was our lowest rated show. Um, it did do well on iTunes. It, it was high up on the popularity chart. I can't see numbers on iTunes, but it was high up on the popularity chart. So, you know, maybe, maybe we're wrong. Maybe people like four-hour episodes. I'm not going to keep doing four-hour episodes. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, if this was something we decided to make our permanent job, that might be a different story, but... Sure. If, look, look, if my ass was making money off of this bitch, I'd sit here for eight. <laughs> exactly. 
you know, might have to take a piss break every once in a while, but, uh, yeah. Speaking of piss breaks, I think it's time for some more music. What do you say? That sounds fantastic. Am I, are you going to make me run with this one since yes, uh, I put last time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm going to run with this band that everybody knows from hair metal genre. I have, whenever I've talked in the past about me riding down the middle of Newland when I was little, head banging in my car seat in a jacked up Jeep with my mom, this was with one of those bands. Uh, the older I got, the more okay, I got... Whoa, 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 fucking whoa. Whoa, whoa, what? Riding in a car seat in a jacked up Jeep listening to this song? Listening to this band. Okay. I was about to slap the shit out of you, because I know I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) I know when this album came out. (laughs) Listening to this band. See, you wouldn't let me finish. Oh, God. No, I was was almost having my heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as I got older, I got more into this band, and when this album came out, this became one of my favorite tracks. How fucking well, I, old were you in 92? How old was I in 92? 93 was the storm. I wasn't even in school yet. Wow. So, you were probably right in the car seat when you heard this song. Uh, possibly. I was seven years old, actually. I was in school. Holy crap. Yeah, 81 to 91. I know the album. Give me that track, man. It's a good one. <laughs> All right. This is going to be from Motley Crue. Primal Scream.
his mom's Jeep, by the way. She <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just made me fucking lose character. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit this out. <laughs> no, you gotta leave it in. <laughs> Oh, yes, we just heard Motley Crue Primal Scream in his mom's Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that is so fucking funny. Uh, well, I'm going to, again, go the, the other way. Fucking mom's Jeep. God, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with a, uh, a band out of Austria. That uh, started in the late 70s. Um, I discovered it while I was living in, uh, man, I want to say Heidelberg, Germany. Um, this is Opus with probably their biggest single and definitely my favorite song by the band. Live is Life. Na, 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 na.
Yes, that was Opus Live is Life. And uh, I, I, uh, man, I don't know if you dig that tune at all. Um, I don't know if you even ever heard it. I have. But oh, okay, nice, nice. That was hugely popular back in um, 1985 in Germany. I don't know if it ever got played over here. But you couldn't go to a to a beer tent at a fest because they didn't call them fairs; they call them fests over there in, uh, in Germany. You couldn't go to a, a beer tent at Oktoberfest. You couldn't go anywhere without hearing that song, and I love it. And I I have a soft spot in my heart for songs that have a not an eye in them. I can't help it. Journey, loving, touching, squeezing. I get like three or four minutes of na 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 na. I love that shit. <laughs> That, that's stuck in my head now since you mentioned that song. I know I ain't going to hear it till we air this, but at the same time, that's what's stuck in my head now. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's going to be there. Of course. All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Went better than I thought it might. <laughs> I've never worked one-on-one with the mountain man. I think this is something. This could work on the days that uh, Sin's gone and uh, guests have to you know, bail on us for work obligations, which we, of course, understand. Well, I, w- I was going to bring up one more topic, but this was from Granny Clyde. is about having a review on people that choose shitty albums to review. <laughs> if that was the case, we'd already ate your ass up for Slipknot. Hey, 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 don't give me that shit. That's a band you like as well, so screw up. <laughs> oh, that is funny stuff. No, no, yeah, no. I don't want to talk shit about anybody. Lord, no. I've got to pick, though. I really hope our special guest in a couple weeks is listening to this, because that way whenever I tell him to his face, fuck you very much, he understands why. <laughs> oh, he absolutely will. And you know what? Let's just quit playing the game. We're going to have Ian Wadley on to review a Cure album, and it's going to be a blast, and I can't wait. Because... Going, everybody here is going to hear the Mountain Man cuss so much that you're going to think I've went to hell. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? When I did the Rock and Metal Combat podcast, I got a, a, a doing the Cure's uh, Pornography, which is a way better album than this one, and this one's great. But um, You keep saying I got... great. I keep saying mortified. <laughs> Anyway, Ralph sent me a text the next day saying, listening to that record made him have to go get an AIDS test. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My man. Anything to promote? Promote, for sure. Remembering, uh, recovery, help anybody and everybody that needs it within Texas or Florida whether it be Red Cross or going volunteering yourself, uh, keep everybody amongst all this crazy little bit of chaos going on in your thoughts, prayers, to Buddha, whoever it is you pray to or whatever. Shake it, dig it, throw a Twiggy at it. Right, right. Dude, Dude I listened back to my show today, and that's what I said. Shake <laughs> throw a Twiggy at it. That is now going to be my new catchphrase. <laughs> also everybody remember what today actually is uh 16 years ago seeing thoughts and prayers talk about that what how do we not talk about that i i that's 
I think is one of them things that basically between us, I mean, we talked about it once before, it kind of hits a little hard at home to a point. So it'd just be us ranting and raving over what we did on on the past episode. Right, I got you. Yeah, the conspiracy theory episode, yep. Right. So uh, remember everybody for 9-11, what happened 16 years ago. 2,977 people. Yep. Exactly. Remember all them people and their families and do what we said earlier, what we were talking about. Start looking at helping each other no matter what race, color you are, and just just quit being stupid. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away.
I couldn't have said that better. I actually put a post up on Facebook today because it, because it is 9 How Man, I am so disgusted that we forgot that it was 9-11. Or, or I forgot, obviously. But I, I met a guy that helped with the uh, trying to dig bodies out, frankly. Helped with the, um, with the disaster relief. A right. New Yorker. When I went down to New York City in March... Uh, we were down there at the Trade Center because I made that one of my focal points of that visit. Even though I was going to see Thrasher die, there were certain things I wanted to see. And we made sure to spend a few hours at uh, at, at, at uh, World Trade Center. And I'm going to tell you, Jen and I, and I may have said it before, I don't care, I'll say it again. Jen and I both sat there and cried as we're staring up at the new building and the heights and just realizing how high up those two towers were anyway. Right, and the fact that people would rather jump to their deaths than burn alive, it, it literally brought tears to our faces. But I met a guy on the street. He was selling, um, you know, historical facts about uh, about World Trade Center and you know about what happened that day in a in a in a fireman's um, uh, book, basically showing pictures of what they were doing, FDNY was doing, you know, in the uh, in the aftermath of those attacks. And he's just charging 20 bucks for the packet, man. And I sat there and, you know, and I, I saw the guy. You know, I looked at the guy. I saw the picture in the book. It was this guy. And he's just, you know, he still struggles with it every day. And he comes down there every day just trying to remind people, look, it's not okay. We lost all these people. And I'm affected by it every day. Now, is he trying to make money? Sure. But he can't work. So he goes down and talks to people and sells these books that he pays out of his own pocket, out of whatever people, you know, buy his books. Right. You know, they're and they're more like magazines, I guess. You know, hard <laughs> hard ish cover magazines. But um he sells them. You get two two magazines and a little fireman's catalog type thing for twenty bucks. And I definitely gave it to him and I was I was happy and honored and, and very humbled to meet him. So yeah, I definitely remember all those we lost on nine eleven and that World Trade Center thing is um is a harsh thing. I actually watched that film a couple weeks ago with Nicolas Cage and crying like a little blubber and bitch right good lord and you know what I, I i'm going to be with you about man um that's my promotion of the week donate to these to these places that are uh uh giving funding to hurricane harvey and hurricane irma relief because those will be starting up soon um i have seen a lot of stuff that is very negative about red cross so i don't know that i would donate to those but if you google donating for Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Irma Relief, you will find a lot. Do your homework. Make sure they're reputable. Right. Don't don't be taken advantage of. But absolutely, let's help these people out. If you can't, go down and help out personally. I know I can't. But um, they're, 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 you know, look at whitehouse.gov. I'm pretty sure they can give you the good ones to go to that are reputable and will... Uh, and we'll go ahead and help these people out. I mean, Mr. Trump, God love him, donated a thousand dollars out of his own money, or a million dollars, right, out of his own money to Hurricane Harvey. I, I expect no less, to be honest, when it comes to uh, Irma. We'll see what happens, but I expect right. no less. But all right, man. Final thoughts. The same thing as always to each and everybody. Holy shit, this is actually going to go pretty quick this week. Oh my god. Stay sick. Take care of one another. Skitter pal, meow, 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 man, out. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. I love that you have that, like, down. 
That's that's your thing, and I love that. You've learned so well. Mountain Man, ladies and gentlemen, has had no experience doing this kind of thing before. At least me and Sin, you know, we do the radio thing. I do, all, I, or I haven't in a while. I did a lot of YouTube videos. I've guested on other podcasts. And I, and I did a, a half-hour radio show for a local radio station. So our FM radio station. So I'm used to you know, doing this, so to speak. Um, Mountain Man's come a long way, just 20 short episodes. And it's awesome. I love you, brother. I love that you hit that every time. And I'm going to hit you like I hit you every time motherfuckers bye vinyl and we'll see you next week hey this was really fun we hope you liked it too seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through goodbye goodbye good friends goodbye cause now it's time to go but hey I say, well, that's okay, cause we'll see you very soon, I know, very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on The Plug. See you next week. Yeah, we like the bomb, 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 bom